Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Stars Daily Sports Podcast. It's Monday, February 27th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. Got a great show for you today. You remember Kamal Stokes, the four-year starting guard for some of Kansas State's best recent teams? He sat down for an interview with Kansas City Star and Wichita Eagle beat writer Callis Robinette. Stokes gave us an update on his career, which has been spent overseas, and in a portion I particularly enjoyed, he shared some memories of his career. Stokes, you'll recall, played for the 2018 Wildcats team that reached the Elite Eight and for the 2019 Big 12 championship team. Also, he gives his impressions of the current Kansas State squad, which will be returning to the NCAA tournament under new coach Jerome Tang. Okay, let's get started with Kellis Robinette's interview with Kamau Stokes. So let's go ahead and just start with this. You've been in town for a while now. Fans see you games. They line up to take pictures with you and everything. Why don't you yeah. tell, tell everybody what you're doing in town while you're back instead of playing overseas right now? So uh, I was, this year I was signed to a team called Nimbert in uh, Czech Republic. And then uh, third game into the season, I tore my ACL. Uh, so I decided to come back here. I had the option to get surgery there or here. I prefer here because I'm very familiar with uh, Dr. McAtee from uh, past injuries and um, uh, teammate Pearson McAtee. Uh, and I felt like K-State was a place where I felt at home as far as um, everybody helping me along this journey. Uh, shout out to my guy, Luke Sauber. Uh, K-State basketball's trainer because um, he's definitely helped me recover from, from uh, this injury. Okay. Have you had the surgery yet? Yeah, I had the surgery uh, December 15th, so I'm like almost three months out now. Nice. Okay. Well, uh, when, when can we expect to see you back uh, on the court? <laughs> uh, slowly but surely. Coming up soon, I get to get to do a little jogging and um, I mean, that's that's enough for me, uh, just to, just to feel good getting back on the court and jogging up and down. But um, full goal, probably uh, May. You know, I hate the idea of tearing my ACL, but the thought of just chilling for a few months doesn't sound too bad. Is it nice to have that excuse to kind of do nothing for a while? No, no not at no. all. <laughs> One, it's like, I hate being hurt. And then uh, two, you still, even being hurt, you still got to take care of your body. You still got to eat right. You know stuff like that, so it's not it's not time off. It's okay. a real recovery. Okay, gotcha. Well, walk us through your pro career so far. How's it gone uh, since you left Kansas State? Uh, so far so good. I mean, I'm moving up every year, uh, like I wanted to, making that next step to get to the highest level. Um, and uh, my I've been a couple places. I've been Poland. Uh. My first year I was in Poland, and then halfway through the year I was in uh, Germany. And then uh, from Poland, I went to Sweden. From Poland, I went to Sweden. Sweden, I won a championship there. Um, and then Sweden to Hungary. Uh, Hungary was was an interesting place because uh, it was like one of the smallest cities I've been in, but the fans are like nuts, like off the wall. Really? And, uh, yeah, the fans are the fans are crazy. The fan base overseas is 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 wild. Our fan base is wild, um, but theirs is on another level to where like they throw things on the court sometimes, <laughs> stuff like that. You, you never know what you're gonna get for real. Um, but uh, 
but yeah, so that was that was fun. And then my last year we here was Czech Republic. So okay, so check out a game in Hungary is what you're saying. Um, is there anything? Yeah. Where do you think you'll play next? Do you know yet? Uh, I have no idea where I'll play next. It's up in the air. Um, right now, I'm just focused on getting healthy. That's it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear things are going so well for you. What was it like to win a championship overseas? How did that compare to winning a Big 12 championship here with the Cats? Um, because now I can say that I did it at all levels. You know, um, as a little kid, the high school, to college, um, and at the pro level, I won a championship too. So, I mean, for me, it felt great to do that, um, especially so early into my career. And then uh, I was... I almost did it two years straight, uh, my third year, and we lost in game seven of the finals. Um, so that uh, that was really important to me, and, uh, you know, I'm a winner. Uh, I just want to keep winning no matter where I go and no matter what team I go to. Okay. Well, let, let me transition a little bit now to talk about specifically your Kansas State career. I'm glad everything has gone so well for you in the pro career, but – People who are listening to this probably want to hear what, uh, you know, your memories are of being in the purple uniform and everything. So let's start with this. What do you consider your greatest achievement in the Kansas State uniform? What, what do you reflect on the most? Um, my greatest achievement from K-State is probably uh, winning the Big 12 championship by far. Um, that's the greatest achievement uh, because at the end of the day, you get to like leave college saying, Hey, I, I won something. I, I did something. I rebuilt something. And, um, that was another thing that was important to me, uh, because, uh, we came in as freshmen and had to rebuild the program. And, um, we worked our butts off to get that championship. What do you recall being your best game in a Kansas state uniform? <laughs> uh, my best game in a Kansas state uniform Oh man, best game. You want me to tell you what I what I thought it was? Oh, about it? I, I really liked maybe this isn't what you were thinking of, but I really liked the way you played in that first four game against Wake Forest when it was mm. doing oh, yeah. that game. I mean, you were just pouring in shots. That's kind of what I remember first. I mean, to me, my my biggest <laughs> To me, my biggest thing, my biggest game was uh, freshman year, freshman North Carolina in the Express Center. Okay, yeah, yeah. That didn't pop into my mind, but I remember that. Yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a big game to me because, like, it was one of those, like, I'm supposed to be here games, you know, like, um, growing up and coming out of high school, people didn't think I was, like, D1, high, major D1 level talent, whatever, whatever. And, you know, when you grow up and you watch a school like North Carolina, every little kid is like, hey, I want to go to North Carolina. I want to go to Duke, whatever. But when you play against that school and you play well, it's just like one of those things like I'll never forget. Yeah, do you remember how many threes you had in that game? Probably six, seven. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'll have to go back and look that up. But that was. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that because yeah, I remember that in my mind thinking, uh, man, who is this kid? Like, I knew you were going to be pretty good, but it was that game. I think everybody thought, okay, you know, 
camps here yeah. is for real. So that's that's kind of why it sticks out to you. Yeah, that's why it sticks out to me. And I'm, I've always been that player that uh, plays well on big stages, and that was a big stage for me. So it was exciting. Let me ask you about that Wake Forest game, though, since I rem- that's the one I liked most. What was it like playing in, in that atmosphere? It seemed like uh, I don't know it. That that to me was kind of the one of the crazier games I've seen because it's if you win, you're in the NCAA tournament. If you lose, you basically get nothing. What was that that experience like? Uh, well, that, that was that was a that was a tough experience because number one, you know, sitting there watching the everybody they've been picked the teams and and who's playing and where, and then your name don't get called until that last playing game. Uh-huh. So, all right, like at least we know we want to get into the NCAA tournament, so there ain't no other option but to win this game. And uh we played it that was a tough Wake Forest team, like for real, with John Collins and them. That was a tough Wake Forest team. But uh I think we all took on that challenge and we all knew we wanted to make the tournament. We all had a good shot at it. So, I mean, that was just a, something we wanted to experience because we didn't do a freshman year. Freshman year, we didn't make the tournament at all. So. All right. So fast forward a year now. Um, you guys beat Wake Forest, but then didn't go any further in that tournament. The next year, you guys had quite a run in the NCAA tournament when nobody really expected it. What was that ride like? What do you remember most about that uh, that time? Um, at that time, we were juniors. Um, so I think we were already ready for anything that we was going to face that year. Um, we started off great. Uh, then uh, that's when I broke my foot. Uh, second Big 12 game, I think, versus Texas Tech. Um, I broke my foot, and I had to recover with that. Came back kind of early for that to, to play, I think, three and a half, four weeks, and I was playing again. Um, and then Dean broke his foot. <laughs> yeah, and decided to break. Like an interesting year for us because everybody was like up and down as far as being healthy and whatnot, and it was supposed to be like a, a great year for us, mm-hmm. right? But with injuries, it had some effect on that. And then we had to go get ready for the tournament without Dean. Um, I feel like that was the biggest thing. But we started actually playing small ball before that. So the adjustment wasn't that difficult. We just knew that we had to rebound more, stuff like that. Like everybody got a pitch in now um, to cover for what Dean was doing out there. Like we had to make up for it somehow. And then uh, versus Kentucky, we tried to, Dean tried to play a couple possessions, but it was hurting too bad. And then, uh, Loyola Chicago was just on a crazy run. Um, so they uh that was a that was a tough game. They was hot. That was that was just a hot streak and they, they continued it. Um you guys had a crazy run of foot injuries there for a while. Seemed like uh, every single player on the team over a two-year span was in a walking boot at some point. Did you guys ever, I don't know, figure out a reason why you guys all kept getting hurt? No idea because I mean I don't exactly remember what happened to Dean's. Uh, I don't think he stepped on nobody's foot or nothing like that. But 
I know for for mine, I I rode I rolled my foot rolled uh, on a Texas Tech player uh, jumping up for a pass. So I think mine was a little more like okay, like at least we know what happened. But everybody else, I had no idea. It was weird. Like it was it was crazy. Yeah. Um. All right. Do you have a good Bruce Weber story you can share with us? <laughs> a good Bruce Weber story. Hmm. A good Bruce Weber story. I'm sure there were some funny moments with him as your coach. Yeah, a lot. It's a lot. Well, actually, yeah, because it's viral. Like it's on. It's all over Twitter. When we had a press conference, where did we have this press conference? It might have been Baylor. It might have been at Baylor. Okay. <laughs> and it's it's actually it's on on Twitter. Like you can find the video, and Coach Weber, uh, we was we was walking, we was walking up on the stage to go sit down, and I was like, man, like I was like these chairs, like they they kind of like too small, like these chairs is bit is small, it's like little chairs, because it's like I was about to fall off of it, and then Coach Weber he looked at me, and he was like, you mean I have a fat ass? <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I was like, "What?" But it's on. It's it's on Twitter though. Like you can find it. Uh, a, I I remember that now that you bring that up. Um, hmm? I remember that now that you bring that up. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a funny Bruce Weber moment right there. Okay. Sure. How about um, tell us what was it like having uh, Barry and Dean as your two main teammates throughout your time at Kansas State? What were those guys like? Uh, no, they was just real cool dudes in the beginning. Like, like now they, we, we family, those are my brothers. And, uh, we came into K-State together as freshmen, um, trying to rebuild a program. Uh, we had goals set in mind and, uh, you know, we achieved our goals. Um, all except I think one or two, all except one or two. And, uh, I love them to death. They made my job easier. Um, and they, they made me work hard uh, with anything that I was doing. They, they just made me work hard uh, in through my rehab, you know, always keeping my head up through my injuries because I had some tough times. And, uh, you know, I can't thank them enough. Uh, Barry was my roommate all four years. Uh, so we, we was in it together. How good does it or how proud does it make you feel that when you look back and people look at those teams, they say, you know, it was the the Barry Dean and Cam teams. They don't say it was this year or Bruce Weber's team. It was y'all's team. What what how how much pride does that bring you? Oh, it brings a lot of a lot of pride because we was like we were the leaders. We were the leaders of the team. Uh and that was from freshman year all the way through. And uh we set a tone and we set a lot of, a level of responsibility throughout the team. Um, so we were able to have everybody on board to what we were going after. Okay. So one question I've always wanted to ask, it's a big hypothetical, but if, right. Dean, if Dean does not get hurt in either of those NCAA tournaments that you guys are going into, how far does Kansas state go? If Dean don't get hurt, Dean got hurt in the big 12 championship game. If Dean don't get hurt, we win the big 12 tournament. And we 
definitely would have won the NCAA tournament. Wow. For sure. You'll go that far. You think you guys would have been national champs with Dean in the lineup? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No question. Now, we're, we're talking about when you were a junior, or when you were senior, or both here? I would say both, actually, to be honest. Because senior year, we had a – I wouldn't say easy road because of the tournament. And anybody can win on uh, any given day. But it was a very promising <laughs> – very promising uh, road to the Sweet 16 again, senior year. Well, I've always thought if Dean would have been healthy, you guys would have beaten Loyola. I can definitely say that. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And once you get to the Final Four, all you got to do is win two games. I really don't think – yeah, I'm with you. I think that's very much on the table. Yeah. Does that ever just sit in the back of your mind say, and you think like, ah, man, we were – you know? Oh, we say it all the time. All the time. I mean, granted – I'm not saying that we weren't good enough without Dean to beat Loyola in Chicago. I'm just saying it would have been a different look for them to how they would have got to how they guarded everybody during that game. So if Dean was there, you you gotta switch everything up. So it would have been a different look. We could have won without it. We should have won without him. Um we, we just ain't play good that game. Was there any reason why, as seniors, you guys couldn't win any games in the tournament without Dean? I know everybody kind of, after they saw it the first time, they're like, "Ah, you know, UC Irvine, it doesn't matter. We we don't need Dean. We don't need we don't need anybody. We'll beat them." What 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 was different about that setting? UC Irvine started six ten and six <laughs> ten. We started six nine and six six. Uh huh. I mean, we couldn't rebound. When everybody went to go rebound, they would just kick out for threes. It was, I mean, that's a difficult thing to do, play against two six tens. So uh, I would say not having Dean affected that too. Like, that's how – was Dean our lead, leading rebounder? Probably. It would have been uh, either him or McCall. Right. So I'm assuming Dean was our leading rebounder. We don't have him in there. And now Matt got to fight two six tens by himself, really. So I mean that's difficult, and uh, I don't know. I w- I would have really liked for Dean to be there. <laughs> he would have made he Dean makes the job easy. So he would have made everything way easier. Yeah, I would love to peer into that ultimate or uh, alternate universe where he played. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. great to see. That's like. Let, let, um, now that Dean is still in the NBA, um, does it surprise you at all that he's been as good as he is? I mean, I know you had confidence in him, but I don't know that a ton of people looked at him and said, like, this guy's going to be, you know, like a five to ten year start player in the NBA. What What is it about him that you think has allowed him to stick around in the pros so long? Uh, for one, I think Dean fell into a, a great situation with Cleveland. Um, with Kevin Love back there, he, he was able to develop. Um, and learn from a vet, I'm sure. And uh, Dean can score at all three levels. He can score at all three levels. So when you can do that, and you got way more space in the NBA than you do in college, the game is easier, especially for somebody like Dean. It's it's way easier. And, uh, I mean, of course, he can dribble. He didn't have to dribble a whole lot when he was here. But he can dribble. He can handle the ball. So, I mean, I'm not shocked at all about – anything that Dean's doing in the league. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Blair. There are several ways to access the Star Sports section. Let me tell you about a couple of them. There is Sports Pass. For $12.99 a month, you get unlimited digital access to all of the Star Sports content, including beat writing, columns, features, pretty much everything we write. The deal renews monthly until you tell us to cancel. For $159.99 a year, you get everything the Star has to offer digitally, including sports and the e-edition. Go to KansasCity.com and drop down to the bottom of the page where it says start a subscription for more information. Your support has never been more important. As always, thanks for reading and listening. I also want to ask you a little bit about this year's team. You're in town, you're watching all the games, so I feel like you're pretty good Got asked about this. And a good segue into that is another hypothetical for you. If you guys, you Barry and Dean, and that whole team was playing against this group, who would win? We would win. Sure. You guys would. Okay. For sure. That's not even a question. What's the question? (laughs) (laughs) All right. What would the score be? What would the score be? Got to think about it. (laughs) I would say, I would say, I would say eight plus. Eight points. That's okay. You're that confident. That confident. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What what do you think gave you guys the edge then? The way that I think the way the game changed back then, we was a little more like it was a little bit more grit to the game. Like it was it was a toughness game. And I think uh we'd have probably just beat them on that for sure. We beat a lot of people on that. Yeah, well, <laughs> defense, all that. It was just one of those things that we was good at. And we beat a lot of people on that. So I feel like that would be it. They ain't got nobody to stop Dean Wade either. So, <laughs> I mean, at that point, we're just going to be smart about it and just tell Dean to go ahead. Okay. All right. So the, the opening line would be Cam's team minus eight versus team. Got it. Yeah. Um, all right, so you've been around a lot. How did I've been wondering this? How did Jerome Tang make you feel so welcome um, mm-hmm. on campus when it was Bruce Weber who coached you and not him? Uh, well, of course, uh, I had played against Coach Tang um, for four years uh, when he was at Baylor, and then uh, uh, you know when I when I came here, we knew who we, we knew who each other was, but we had never officially met, and uh, I didn't I didn't know what to expect you know I've never been around him but the minute I got into the office he he embraced me with uh welcome arms um and uh he acted like I was there already he acted like I was one of his players um he he talks to me like I'm one of his players you know gives me advice um keeps me plugged in with everything so uh, I appreciate him for letting me be here very cool. What are your first impressions of him as a coach now that he's with the Cats? Uh, no, nah, he's a great coach. You know, gives a gives a lot of great energy. 
um, to the fans as well. And, uh, you know, he just knows how to make things happen um, as, with the guys that he's had. And, uh, you know, you could tell um, from the team that he had a bailer and he developed another good team this year. So um, all all credit to Coach Tang, and I really appreciate it. What most impresses you about this group that's on the floor right now? Um, they got a level of toughness to them, too, and I think we're really starting to see it, uh, especially, you know, um, their guards. Their guards are really showing the level of toughness. It's not the biggest team in the Big 12, uh, but they definitely put up a fight, and uh, they run through games. They make shots. Uh, they make big plays, and – they get defensive stops when they need to. So I think the biggest thing for them is to, to keep the pace up because they play fast. And a lot of teams, for a lot of teams, that's hard to guard. You know, um, so they got to keep getting stops. They just got to keep fighting uh, through every tough game, every tough situation uh, like they're doing. And I think that will be good. Are you going to um, follow them to the Big 12 tournament and beyond if you can? Yeah, I'll down there and see it. So it'll be my first time back in that building as a spectator. Okay. Um, all right. I got, I said, I got some fan questions here for you too. And this is actually a good segue into that topic. What's it like for you? One person wants to know, what's it like for you watching a game as a fan, as opposed to playing in them live? Uh, as a fan it's different because I get to see everything out there on the court. But when you playing and you don't you don't see everything. You don't see every pass that's open. So as a fan, I'm like, oh, he wide open, right? Wide open. But that one player might not be able to see that pass uh for multiple reasons. Um so you just gotta see it differently. Um <laughs> you can say all the right easy things that they should do, but it's different playing out there and not doing it. Gotcha. Um another fan wants to know. <clears throat> Is there any chance we could see you reunite with purple and black in the TBT when you're healthy again? Yeah. Yeah. This, this summer might be the summer actually, because I, I need to get summer. back. Uh, yeah. I need to get back to playing and uh, that might be a little test run for me. What's that event like? What's it like, uh, you know, having an, an alumni uh, team mm -hmm. to play on? Um, the events really is really good uh, because you get to play with, you know, players either you went to school with or that was years before you. And that's always a good experience. Um, it's always a lot of people with a lot of talent that play out there. And uh, it's also a, a source of exposure, um, especially for us and overseas guys too, because everybody watched that tournament. And uh, most of the guys that play in the tournament play overseas somewhere. Nice. Okay. Um, another fan wants to know um, is when you're when you're playing out there in a Kansas State uniform, what what's the thing? What's the one thing fans can do to energize you guys as players? Is it hearing sandstorm? Is it doing the Wabash? Is it making a cheer? Let's go, Cam. <laughs> what is it? Well, um, just the in, the the energy and how loud it is uh, gets us going. Um, recently, in the past. I think two games when Sandstone comes on, they cut the lights off mm -hmm. and the flashlight. Oh, I thought that was real cool. I, that would definitely have me hyped in the huddle. But uh, other than that, the energy comes from how loud you guys are. Like if y'all are really, really loud, the more pumped the player will get. 
Gotcha. Um, here's another question that kind of circles back to what you think about this year's team, but this team's obviously a step above what we've seen the last couple of years. What do you think has been the difference? Why do you think this one's better than some of the uh, final teams that Bruce had after you guys left? Uh, I would say development. Um, uh, after we left, I know they had a lot of freshmen. So usually when that happens, if they're not coming into college ready to play, you're going to have a couple bad years, um, most likely. And then uh, they were always – you know, guys will come in and out, you know, stay for one year, leave the next. So you never really get a full roster of committed guys. And uh, Coach Weber didn't have that um, his last couple of years. And uh, this year, Coach Tang did a great job bringing guys in. Uh, guys fought into the system. I mean, bought into the system, sorry. And uh, they get led by a point guard that was, that's was that been here, that's played in the Big 12 already. So... I'm pretty sure that has a lot to do with their success on the floor. You know, you talk about, you know, young guys having a bad year. That's something that you guys kind of avoided. I, I know you didn't make the tournament was your freshman, but you still had a winning record. What was yeah. it about y'all's group that you think, you know, helped you not have a bad year right away? Um, we had seniors too. We had seniors that had been there, uh, juniors and seniors that had all been through, you know, the tournament, um, the big 12. So for us, we just had to fall in line and then uh, at the same time understand that we played a big role uh, on that team because we had we all had to start as freshmen. So this, you got to fall in line at one point and at the same point you got to learn fast. You got to learn really fast. So I felt like we were able to do that and, um, you know, we caught on to things really early. Right on. Okay. Last one for you. We're almost done here, but uh... – the other question I wanted to pass along to you is um, one fan wants to know, is there any chance we can get a reunion game that involves you, Barry and Dean? In the future? A reunion game. I would do it. Yeah. Okay. I would do it. If we can put it together, let us know when I, I'll get everything situated with that. Okay. Well, I would definitely go see that. I would, uh, I would pay admission to go see you you, Barry, and Dean play, and, uh, you know, make sure Dean has a healthy foot. We'll see how yeah. once you yeah, guys Got to keep him healthy. <laughs> got to keep him. All right, Cam, that'll do it. Um, thanks again. Thanks so much for this. Uh, I really appreciate it. No problem. Anytime. All right, we'll see you at the next game. All right. All right, see you around, bud. See you. That'll do it for today. Thanks to Randy Mason for putting together today's show and to our Sportsbeat KC production crew of Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, and Scott Chasen. Tip of the cap to Kellis Robinette for sharing his conversation with Kamau Stokes. Hey, Morning Sports Edition delivered plenty of college basketball from the Big 12, SEC, and all the conferences, plus coverage of the weekend in auto racing, golf, soccer, spring training, and everything else that happened in sports. Check it out at Live Edition dot kansascity.com thanks for listening and we'll be back soon with another sports beat kc where we talk sports in kansas city every day <laughs>